What's up, Free Catchers? Welcome back to the podcast. Oh, no and if you don't love Satan, somebody call your mom. Thanks for coming back today. Hey, Jay. How are you doing, brother? Excellent. How are you, Clint? I'm good, man. I'm good. It's, it's nice to see you again, man. And it's a lovely Sunday. It was sunny for a little bit. You know. For a little bit, yep. Got to see the sunshine today. That was good. Um, got to get out and about and see a little bit more of Minneapolis area of uh, businesses that I'd never seen before. So it was fun. Uh, you know, when when I when I first when I first moved to Minneapolis, mm-hmm. as a as a small town kid, I thought it was oh, this is a big city. You know, but then you're here for like about 12 years. Everything's kind of milk toast now. Sure. You know, but uh, it's cool that something about the Twin Cities that I haven't saw all of it. Okay, because I don't want to generalize that because I haven't saw all of it. And the things that you do see, right, that you normally see, and yet, and if you would take some time to look at that, you're like, oh wow, well, I never noticed that mural over there on that in that alley. Sure. You know, stuff like that. So, uh, I, that's what I love about Minneapolis. That for a jewel city in the North Midwest, it does have some type of culture. You know. I think so. Yeah. So. I, I like Minneapolis well enough. It's, but it's a clean town too. Man. Yeah. People are nice out here, and only thing it is, it's the cold. I get it. But fuck, I live in North Dakota. That's colder. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well. But, uh, yeah, man. Uh, good to hear you. Good to hear from you. Good to see everybody coming back and listening to the podcast. Um, what are we talking about today, dude? Um, whatever you want to talk about, Clint. I thought we were going to talk about music. Well, we always talk about music. Oh, okay. Just, just making sure that's on the agenda. That's oh, okay. yeah, it's always on the agenda. We always talk about music. Uh... Find a way to talk about it. Find a way to talk about it. Or just have something that, that reminds you about a song and then it goes into that. But that's just how music snobs are, you know? I uh, wouldn't say I'm a snob. Oh, I will say that. I'm a self-proclaimed fucking music snob. I don't fucking <laughs> I am like John Cusack and Jack Black in High Fidelity. <laughs> For some reason, when I think snob, I always think of a powdered wig. So oh, okay, yeah. That, yeah, well, yeah. Maybe, that's more of, maybe that's more of a poofter. 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 <laughs> that's a new word. Uh, so I don't normally watch well I do that's a lot that's a lot I don't want to start off I don't want to start off on a lot I watch football but I only watch football if it's if it's in in it for me oh sure you gotta have a pony in the race I mean there's a lot of people that have dropped out of watching the playoffs already. Yeah. You know? Right. Well, I did. Yeah. Like, that's where I'm getting at, right? I, yeah. I just stopped, I stopped watching after my, my Bears lost. I just wanted to see the Bears go against the Packers in the NFC Championship and just to see my Bears just fucking blow those fuckers out of the water. Mm. But again, the way how Rodgers is playing now, it's like, dude, I hate you. He's capping off a legacy. That's all yeah. there is to I, it. I, I fucking mean, hate you. Just go. Just make a strong run. Gonna make like, a very strong run for it. Yeah, it's just like Tom Brady. It's like I hate you. Go, just go, right. just go already. 
Please. Yeah. Please. At Real Pain, you're the GOAT. Awesome. <laughs> you, have, you have money and you're married to Giselle or whatever her name is. So, like, dude, you're, you're good. You're fucking good. You have six championships. See ya. Peace. <laughs> ben Roethlisberger, too. It's like, dude, you have six. Go away. Right? <laughs> go a fucking way. <laughs> Come on now. You know when somebody really gets hurt? Go ahead. Oh. So, anyway, the DVD for that, I, I, I think I've got it floating around somewhere. I've got to track that down. I've also got the DVD version of Lullabies to Paralyze when that came out. And uh, that's a pretty trippy DVD. That's... That's deep into the mind of Josh Homme. Well, it's just like, I think after Songs of the Death, like every album of that, you saw the maturity level just get more mature. Oh, yeah. When, when it comes to like the musicianship and the songwriting of Queens of the Stone Age. Like really, Songs of Death, they were so technically... I don't want to say perfect, but it was so technically sound. Like, the sound quality, sonic quality of that album, it's because of Dave Grohl. It literally is because of Dave Grohl. And then when, I don't want, I, I mean, maybe I'm giving Dave Grohl too much credit here, but, like, I think after uh, Queens were touched by Dave, they kind of like, okay, we kind of, I see where you're going at, but I'm going to take it this direction. You know? Like, Queens of the Stone Age, when, they're, when you hear a guitar solo, it is the most obnoxiously weird guitar solo, but it is so fucking fitting for the <laughs> song that it's playing. Right. Yeah. Um, he's been and a he's song as an accordion for, for a while now. accordion player. This right? guy started as an accordion player and then took that to guitar. Well, I knew that he, in Caius, was playing his uh, guitar through a a bass amp to kind of give it that extra thickness. little thickness, a little more punch. Uh, yeah. Uh, Royal blood and the other two man band, like Royal blood. Um, Jesus, I can't come up, come up, come up, come up with the band name, but the, there was a, there was a bass guitarist and a drummer and the bass guitarist plays through a guitar. Amp. Can't remember the band, name, but they're kind of like Royal blood. Uh, are you high? No, no, no. no, that's Arctic fucking monkeys. Uh, <laughs> uh, shit. The answer to that question is yes, by the way. <clears throat> uh, well, anyhow, let me, I'll get back. I might remember what that band is. But yeah, they, they kind of do that too. Also, another person that does unique, unique shit with their, um, um, their setup, King Buzzo. Oh yeah, King Buzzo plays through a sun a sun bass head. Right? Yeah, I think okay, that the Melvins. I love the Melvins. You don't like the Melvins? There's something wrong with you. I agree with that. Yep, yep. There's uh, there's something wrong with you if you don't like the Melvins. Yeah, and again, dude, if you didn't like Melvins, then you shouldn't like fucking Soundgarden. You shouldn't like Nirvana. Right? You shouldn't like. <laughs> you know, Pearl Jam. You can't really put that. In. I don't think. Pearl Jam really was like no Pearl Jam came from the from the Green River Mother Love Bone, bone thing. thing. So yeah. they I were mean, like hair rock, they were glam know? metal. Yeah, I mean that's what Mother Love Bone is. That's yeah. straight up glam. Yeah. Who was the guy that lead singer that died? That was 
Chris Andrew Morris. Wood. Andrew Wood. So thus Dude, we have he, the Alice in Chains song Wood. Wood. Yeah. Yeah. Not uh, to mention that uh, Temple of the Dog was all about Andrew. Oh Wood. yeah, I know that. Yeah. I know that. Oh I know yeah. That. I know that Chris Cornell and him were fucking best buds and roommates, dude. Yeah. So, uh, I watched some um, like old bootleg videos of Mother Love Bone play. Oh sure. Did you see like Apple? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's. You kind of like, well, fuck, dude, and you kind of think like, dude, what if he did die? You know, and what what Mother Love Bone would have been, got what Pearl Jam ever fucking came about? I think. Would Luffy Blaylock ever be a fathomed idea? Right? Would we have Pearl Jam? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I I think that we would have had a different sound garden. I think that's what would have happened. A different sound garden. Yep. You think like Soundgarden would take the mantle of what Pearl Jam did? Well, Eddie came to Seattle, from what I understand. California. Yeah, from California, by request of Chris Cornell. Interesting. Yeah, they were going to go in and record Temple of the Dog, and Chris asked for Eddie to be there. From what I understand, this could be, I mean, I could have it wrong, but they brought in Eddie Vedder while they were recording Temple of the Dog. Oh, and so it wasn't planned. It was like, let's just grab this guy. And I think that was the first time they had ever met. Wow. So Temple of the Dog was recorded before fucking Pearl Jam 10? Yep. I did not know that information. I am this day old. I think <laughs> I think it's true. You could, you could GTS if you'd like. Yeah, that's all right. We'll fucking talk. And then we don't have a... We don't have an assistant here yet. When we make the money, we'll have an assistant. Right. <laughs> Monkey boy. GTS. <laughs> Monkey girl. No, you got to have a female. I think instead of like how, how Joe Rogan has fucking uh, his buddy, uh, Red Band, fucking do look up the shit for him and put it on the screen, we need to have a very beautiful, attractive, overly smart female. Because hmm. sex sells, buddy. Taking applications now. Please send a self-stamped envelope. In the care of Portuguese keyboard. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Portuguese keyboard. It almost sounds like they'd be like some kind of a Swedish band, you know? Yeah, it's they're like, 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 we're, like they're, we're trying to be like Norwegian black metal or some <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> Portuguese keyboard. They're not even from Portugal. <laughs> Breaking out from Sweden this summer, Portuguese keyboard. <laughs> Well, oh shit, that's great. Portuguese keyboard, and everybody doesn't know about what the inside joke about Portuguese keyboard. Uh, I have a MacBook Pro, and I didn't buy it at the Mac store. I actually bought it on the black market, and <laughs> and uh, my MacBook has a Portuguese 
actual Portuguese keyboard that has Portuguese <laughs> keys on it. And that's where Jay here saw it. He's like, what the fuck kind of keyboard do you have on this fucking laptop? And I go, dude, it's Portuguese keyboard. And he's like, dude, that is a band name right there. Uh, so, period line. Portuguese keyboard. That's where that was birthed. That was, that was birthed. So anyhow, um, yeah, uh, who were gonna project? Yeah, I, I, I don't think it, they would have happened if uh, if Adam didn't die. If Andrew Wood didn't die? Yeah. Yeah, I think that that would be pretty safe to guess. But I do think that that Eddie Vedder would have found his way into a to band. Seattle. Somewhere. Yeah. I don't know if it necessarily would have been Seattle. You know. You think he would have done his ukulele shit? Maybe. Maybe we would have Eddie Vedder, Eddie Vedder appearing at your local coffee shop. Doesn't surprise me. His voice is good for it. Even though he's... He has, he has the most distinct baritone rock voice. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can't deny that. And then the next one down there is, I hate to say it, fucking... A Scott Stapp? You fucking knew that I was going to say that. Yeah, yeah, he's... And I'm going on. We go scream, come on. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I like Creed. I am a closet Creed fan. I, it's not the voice behind it. It's the fucking rhythms and how the melodic fucking uh, choruses that they have. Uh, it's like fucking very anthemic. Yeah. I well, like that. I, uh, call whatever it's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. That's But some people like that. And... For my ears, it's it's Bummerville, you know. I like it. I like sugary. I like my my ears to hear sugary, crunchy fucking tunes. Spunky. <laughs> I like my oatmeal lumpy. Exactly, Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> <laughs> so um, again, yeah, going back to what we were saying, I just wish shit would go back to normal soon, so I can go see shows. I am, Wouldn't that be nice? I am fucking going through, like, people withdrawal. Yeah. I, I really am. Yeah. Uh, it makes me wonder if we, as a culture, are at each other's throats, partially, partially because we don't have the release of doing things that would release endorphins that are sanctioned. So, like, going to concerts. Can't go to a concert anymore. Take your soma. So, I mean, where are you going to get that dopamine hit that you yeah. get from being in a crowd of, you know, 300, 400, 500, maybe even over a thousand yeah, more watching people a concert, watching a band and everybody's vibing matter. all at once? Yeah. I mean, where are you going to get that? Yeah. I, I, I feel you. If you, could, if you could bottle that. Put it in. Yeah. Sell it. I'll put a label on that and stick it in, a, it in the cooler right next to Monster. Put it right next to Monster, in between Monster and Amped, right there. <laughs> You've got your your hit of being in a concert. What do we call it? We, we need a catchy name. What do we call it? Uh, um, Rockstar in a can. Well, Rockstar's no, already. That, I think that's already taken. I think, already that, taken. I think that one might be yeah. already taken. Yep. We got to go better than Rockstar. It's more than just Rockstar because it's, it's you with... A whole group of people. It's like your social media hit in a can. It's, uh... Festy can. Festy can. (laughs) (laughs) 
now in cherry flavor. Festy Cherry Garcia flavor. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Ben and Jerry's got Ben-Jerry, that one on lock. Yeah, Copyright Ben and Jerry's. No, but for real though, I mean, I guess I had to call that festy, festy can, and only people who would get that if they, you go to music festivals and shit. Oh yeah. You know, but if you don't go to music festivals, you wouldn't get it. That feeling, you know, I, I don't know. I know that probably not everybody's felt it, but I know that I've felt it on more than one occasion. Oh, so yeah. I know that it's a real thing. It's a real fucking like when thing. when you're with a group of people and you're on that brain that brain level like everybody's on that fucking everybody's vibe. on the same vibe yeah, yeah. yep it's, it's like when i played like we both are musicians right and played in bands and whatnot mm-hmm. uh, like when i play with my, my my guys every friday there is sometimes there's a synergy that happens oh yeah and you don't want to get out of that fucking like feedback loop because it's nothing better there's nothing better at that in that moment, you know, right? Everybody's playing in the right key. Everybody's playing all different notes, but all in the right key, right? And it fits so fucking well. Uh, and you actually feel like you're getting better as a musician when you're on that level as well. Yeah, it's that whole uh, parts at, become. And it's at, it's it's still applicable to going to a show with your with your friends, going to a concert or going to a music festival. It's the same equivalent. It's it's just a little bit different because you're yeah. you're creating the, the vibe. The feeling is a lot the same. Yeah, you're creating the vibe, but uh, you're still on the the fucking the wavelength that everyone's vibing on or surfing on, right? Surfing the waves of chaos, man. <laughs> just surfing the waves of warping chaos. Warping the pentatonic scale, bro. <laughs> this warping the pentatonic, man. Warping. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong, Walter. Festy can. <laughs> brought to you by Mind Warp Extortion. And also brought to you by uh, Coffee Shades. Coffee Shades. <laughs> the unique appliance you never knew you needed. When you wake in the morning and the sun's shining through, why not block that sunlight from waking you from sleepy time with Coffee Shades? Waking from a pleasant dream and you gain a whiff from coffee. The coffee comes with the shades. Coffee shades. As the sunlight hits the coffee shade, it releases the smell of fresh coffee in your room just to wake you with a smile. Coffee shades. Coffee shades. Coffee shades. I like to thank our sponsor, Coffee Shades, for helping us here at Radio Imposter and uh, doing the doing the uh, off on the tangent podcast. So, what's the first rule of improv? Um, ripping off your partner. Say yes. 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 You always say yes. So that's oh. the first rule of improv. You always Sorry, say yes because <laughs> you can't be negative, Nancy, yeah. when we're talking, yeah. trying to be funny. Yeah. So if I start saying things to you like, there was a hurricane that came through the room last night. I don't know what happened. 
everything was blown around. You my woke. My wife said, Clint, go downstairs. <laughs> Check that out. I don't know where we're going with this. See, that's just it. You just go with it, and you just make up a story, (laughs) and that's improv, you know? So that's the first rule of improv. What's the second rule of improv? Uh, I don't know. Don't be afraid. Hmm. No, I think you should be afraid, because you're... (laughs) (laughs) You should be afraid. (laughs) I think it's refer to rule one. Oh, refer to... Well, yeah. Yeah. Yep, improv. But yeah, I do... uh, Yeah, don't be afraid. <laughs> yeah, don't be afraid. Just yeah, do it. No, you're going to be afraid. I think maybe it's good to be afraid. If you're afraid to say something, maybe that's uh, just pushing the envelope a little bit. You know? And being human. Uh, uh, human? Hmm, I'll have to try this sometime. Paranoid android. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember. You don't remember. <laughs> Everybody knows that I'm refereeing, if you don't know, I'm referencing Radiohead too. Yeah. The first time I heard OK Computer, um, I was listening to it on headphones, and I was actually using a CD player that was a personal CD player. So, I mean, this was like pretty intimate stuff, and that album kind of marked me. I don't know how. It's kind of funny. Uh, with Radiohead, um, I had I heard, the first time I heard "Hail with a Thief." Okay. Oh. Uh, I I was listening through it in a friend's iPod with the the pod ears in, and um, I was always hearing one one this one I guess version of it because I'm deaf in one ear and they do a lot of panning. Which I didn't know. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, kind of hard because to Because you're deaf in one ear, you don't know. Yeah. Right? Because, you, I mean, especially if you're listening to Beatles albums, all the bass and, and drums are on, on the left channel and all the guitars and vocals are on the, the right channel or, or vice versa, right? So um, when I got hearing aids, uh, I got crossover hearing aids maybe five years ago, okay? And I only really wear them on like special occasions like like if i go to a wedding or because i want to hear what's going on uh, or if i'm at a video comp video or a conference so i can hear people talking to me on this side instead of moving my head because uh, i'm deaf in my right ear and if you're on the right side of me you know this because you've driven in a car with me yeah on the right side you gotta be loud you, you gotta be loud with me because i'm deaf because I, I can't hear you on this side what yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, so when I got hearing aids, <clears throat> I I went back and listened to all my favorite uh, uh, bands, and it was like fucking listening to them all over again, new. So when I had my hearing aids in, and I put on the, the the shell casing headphones, right, that go over your whole ear. Right. Right. Uh, when I heard the White Album, <laughs> it changed. It really, I understand why motherfuckers saying how that album changed their life. Yeah. Because how they... Melted your mind well, again? Well, well, how George Martin fucking did his panning, how he panned shit, it was like, 
Wow, that was fucking trippy, and you did that with only a four track. Right? Like, wow, imagine what George Martin could do with fucking Pro Tools. <laughs> you know, or fucking uh, Logic, or, or just a Mac PowerBook Pro fucking in general. Uh, uh, what they, the instruments they had to, to record the music then, was they were very limited. So you had to fucking think on the fly. And that was, it was, yeah. Metallica, Master of Puppets. I listened to that. And my God, I, I didn't know what I was missing for the last 26 years. <laughs> you, you get the second listen all over again. Yeah, you, you get what I'm saying? Like, I, I, think, I, I think Metallica might charge you for that if you, once you said that. <laughs> fucking Master of Puppets. <laughs> Master of Puppets. <laughs> yeah, but I, I listened to that, and then I, then, then the next one was uh, Radiohead, and the um, the first album of Radiohead was pretty much OK Computer, and then I skipped over uh, the other ones, and I went right to like Hail to the Thief. So you missed Kid A. Well, I listened to Kid A. I I I, I have it on my phone. You know. Well, I sure. To, but like I. I didn't that's go just how you went through that band, and that's fine. I yeah, mean, I you just, don't, you don't need wanna, to be a loyal I, fan. I, I, I already knew the, the the hits that I liked on those albums. Yeah, you know, um, so I, I kind of just I, I don't know maybe because I just like Hell of a Thief is like one of, is like my favorite album from them. I think a re- lot of reason is because I was high on acid when I listened to it. <laughs> Might <laughs> that might do something to you, yeah. I, I was, yeah, I was, yeah you I might like, like it there. I was on like two hits of white blotter, double dip white blotter, and I listened to Hell of a Thief and with my friends. Fuck it, I that was the first time you'd heard it. Hell of a Thief, yeah. That yeah. was the first time you'd heard that album. Is yeah. you were under was, the influence of, of the, acid, yeah, lysergic dithalamide. That's how you say it, yeah. <laughs> I just call it fucking LSD. <laughs> it felt sick. Uh, well, hey, dude, you know, fucking people 60, in the 60s did not know that they're going to be using that to fucking, uh, as a therapeutic remedy for schizophrenia and, like, uh, high anxiety. And, like, people are microdosing yeah. uh, acid and fucking... And if that works for them, great. You know, yeah, I mean, well, like we sit around on, our, on different technology and we don't recognize its full potential a lot. I think that that's a exactly. mark of the human experience. And sometimes we go too far. Like, uh, you know, look at the bomb. That's nuclear technology, nuclear bomb. J. Robert Oppenheimer, his response to what he did. I think he was appalled, wasn't he? He was absolutely horrified. I am become death, the destroyer of worlds. Like, that's... That's pretty profound. That's pretty profound. That's a whole lot of guilt. That's what it sounds like to me, anyway. A lot of those fucking Nazi officers definitely had a guilt. Because a lot of them didn't want to be a Nazi. They, a lot of them became a Nazi just so they wouldn't get killed. Right? Because a lot of people don't um, know this or remember this, or because we whitewash a lot of that fucking history. Um, no, we don't. Triangle, That's pe- never happened. What are you talking the about? The triangle that you see for like lesbian pride that actually came from Nazi fucking concentration camps. 
Yes. Um, they would put, if they found out that you're a lesbian or homosexual or anyways, they would put you with all of them. Right? And the Jews would go in all one pile. And then you had the dissenters. Then you had the dissenters that were, you know, like they didn't think the Nazi party was right. Right? Or revolutionaries, whatever you want to call them. They had that type of... That type of concentration camp, and they were cruel to all three of those groups, the Nazis. So like, uh, but what do you do? What do you do when you have a family, right? Like for me, I would say I would just run. A lot, a lot of folks would die running, right? I would, if I was not caged yet, I would run as run as far as way as I can. In order to lighten the mood, we're going to break now for a slight commercial break. We're going to pay some bills. We'll be right back. Hey, ladies. Your love life gone a little monotone? Uh-huh. Here's a product sure to make you moan. Mm. Box rocks. Box rocks. Drop box rocks in your warm, steamy bath, and you're sure to have an experience that can't be surpassed. <laughs> Satisfaction guaranteed, or I'll personally show up to fulfill your need. Don't settle for less. Reach for the best. Box Rocks. Box Rocks. Find it at your local retailer. Welcome back. So, hey, I just wanted to say... Thanks for letting me do this down in your basement, because this is pretty cool. It's way better than sitting on your bed, because that's pretty <laughs> Jesus gay. Christ, dude. <laughs> <laughs> way to throw your guy <laughs> under the bus and shit. What a motherfucker. Yes, it is. I, well, you know, it is better. It's uh, the studio down here. Um, yeah, it's a better vibe. I know? think so. And I can, when we, when we do this podcast, I'm sitting in front of you so I can instead yeah. of like having like we can look in each other's eyes <laughs> over a candlelight <laughs> in a dimly lit room in your basement <laughs> you went room in my basement now all we need is some egg rolls <laughs> it puts the lotion on its skin or else it gets the holes again black and white ones oh my goodness <laughs> Now you just get down there in a hole. <laughs> Bring out the gamble. <laughs> Think the gamble's sleeping. Uh, <laughs> what was the last sponsor? Was that Box Rocks? <laughs> yeah, you like that? Box Rocks. When did we get that sponsor? <laughs> <laughs> oh, about five minutes ago. Jesus, man, you're a really good fucking businessman, man. You're like, you could, you're a good salesperson. You want to go out and buy it, don't you? <laughs> no, I'm it's only for the ladies. I'm it's only man, for the ladies. Box I'm rocks. Saying, man, you just get the, the most unique advertisements, brother. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. I was like, you are hey, the ultimate. That's a lot of footwork, is what that is. That's that's groundwork. I'm, I'm walking into I'm walking into places and I am shaking hands and kissing babies. Not in the age of COVID, of course. <laughs> But I'm telling you, I'm going into all these different places, and these are the ones that want to hook up. So, I mean, I didn't say hook up. I'm talking about box rocks. But um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you're going to get me in trouble. 
Well, that's my job. <laughs> oh, we've got to pause. we got another commercial coming here. Flat tire, got your get up and go, got up and gone? Your hot rod will never be the same once you have the jack on. A revolutionary new product that will automatically... I can't do it with a straight face. Oh okay, hang on, hang on. Uh, compose myself, hang on. Your hot rod will never be the same once you have the jack on. A revolutionary new product that will automatically change your deflated rubbers. <laughs> I don't know, Jay. Never feel. I gotta get through this. This is a paid advertisement. Hang on. Never feel let down again. Get it up and running with Jack On. Once you have Jack On, you'll never want to jack off again. Again. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. So thanks to our uh, sponsors, Brock's Rocks and Jack On. And Coffee Shades. And Coffee Shades, yes. Can't forget about Coffee Shades, the all-important first sponsor for our podcast. So, um... I have some Coffee Shades. It, they actually fucking work. Yeah. It does awaken me from a pleasant dream. Coffee Shades, uh, the amazing product that you never knew that you didn't need. It, it's Colombian all the way. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> you're you're going to ruin it for us. You're they're going to they're going to drop their sponsorship. You're going to be talking about coffee shades like that. Yeah, well, you know, I'll edit that. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we have a Jamie over here. Anyways. Right. Um but yeah, now we were talking about music. Um No, like, we weren't. We never then, do that. And then I went into a very dark subject that it was hard to segue out of. So thank you for letting me know that we need to do a, a sponsor uh, drive there because uh, I didn't know how to get out of that. Sorry, <laughs> we were in a downward spiral. Uh, I mean, I Trent Reznor was nowhere to be found. Yeah, you totally <laughs> took that shit away from me there. I, I went on a nine-inch nine nails tangent. I'm sorry. I just I went down that rabbit hole. I, mean, I took the red pill. Hey, Georgie. <laughs> hey, Georgie. Want a balloon? So, um, what, what, what happened with you this week? What, is, like, I, I hear that you got a whole new computer set up. Oh, yeah. Uh, the week started on Monday when I got my new graphics card and installed a graphics card in my Optiplex 990, which is basically like a business machine. Okay. But it's got a nice processor in it, and, uh, it doesn't have a whole lot of, uh, spots to you know uh expand to but i figured a, gr a graphics card was a good idea yeah. so i got a low profile that would run on my is it nvidia yeah it's an nvidia yep okay. yep so then i continued playing the games that i was playing before but just with more a PC? higher resolution yeah on the pc yeah so like are you so is it a Turbo graphic, not turbo graphic, but like, is it a? It's not a turbo. I don't think. I, th I can't remember. Does what it have it a fan on it? Oh yeah, it's got a. It's got a, its own internal. Yep. Okay. Cool. Yep. How many? Uh, what? What is it? It's not megabytes. It's or 
it's, it's a, hertz, it's right? A, it's a two gigabyte. Yeah, so it is, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. And that's a, a basically like another onboard RAM. Okay. You know, so you get another two gigs there. And, but it's all for effects processing. So, I mean, it's basically, a, it's, it's a miniature gaming card. I mean, I can't run some of the stuff that's out there right now, but I, I can run a lot of different things. I was surprised to find that Dungeon Siege 2, which came out in like 2004, wouldn't run, which I just, it kept telling me that my computer was below the minimum specs, and I'm not sure where the minimum specs were at, so I couldn't like cross-reference with that to see if that was incorrect or not. But I did get a refund on the game after I bought it on Steam because I had only played. Oh, dude, their their customer service on Steam is pretty damn good. That's ridiculous. When I was they when I was told that I could do that, I was just like, well. Pfft. Okay, you know, so then I just got floating credit there. That's fine. I'll find another game on Steam that I want, you know. And thank you for doing that, Steam. That's that's really cool. That's that's good yeah, customer service. They have a really service. good customer service, man. Like, uh, I I I try to buy um, Beyond. Was it Civilization Six Beyond? Um, yeah. It's like the space sparing. The space-faring version of Civilization. Yeah, I yeah, I think that's six. I want to say, but I'm not okay. sure. I don't. I don't really so, recall. But yeah, I know what I, you're so talking I about. I bought that game. Yeah. On Steam, and like a dumbass, I didn't look at the minimum minimum system requirements. Right. And I didn't. It, dude, it was so choppy. Oh. It was really bad and glitchy. Well, that's the way it was when I first loaded up games on that computer before I had upgraded the, the, the graphics Graphic card. card. Like I, I have uh, the Xbox Game Pass and one of the games that I bought was um, The Long Dark because I love survival you games. Told me about that. And so I tried to install that on the computer before I had the graphics card and it was super choppy. Like I could still play, yeah. but it not was enjoyable. It was not enjoyable and I knew that the first time I met a bear I'd be dead. Yeah, like so the experience <clears throat> is not a good experience. No, but then after I put in the graphics card it runs like butter. I mean it's yeah, it, it's really nice. So it, it's cool to be able to play games like that, you know? And I, after I upgraded my video card, what happened was, uh, before I was connected to a monitor through VGA, yeah. but the video card also had two HDMI outputs on it. Mm -hmm. And so I basically converted that computer to an HDMI output. But the monitor that I had was only VGA. So I ended up taking my TV from out of my living room and hooking it up to my computer so that I could see what was going on and configure the graphics card and have a nice monitor, yeah. you know, 32 inches. That's pretty big, but I'm, yeah. I'm put it up on a, on a old dining table that I had. So I had plenty of room, you know? Mm -hmm. And so then I bought a TV and my sound system came in the mail. So I hooked that up and then the recording equipment came in the mail. So I started hooking that up because the end game is to have a studio. Mm -hmm. So, I think I'm pretty close. Let's see, that's good, because I can't wait that, I mean, even though we're just talking about we can't wait for these COVID restrictions to be done, like, I really can't wait to hopefully do this remotely with you. Oh, yeah. Because that would be... Do you have a, a, web, a webcam? Yeah, I do have a webcam. I have a webcam on my... On your on laptop. My Mac, on, my, on my MacBook Pro. Is it, is it watching us now? Uh, well, it's Big Brother. It's always watching us. You know, Big Brother. 
that's that's our next. Uh, that's going to be our, our our next sponsor. I, I'm I'm planning on going in going in to see Big Brother <laughs> and see if he'll do a sponsor here on Radio Imposter. Oh, well, they're already they already are. Brought to you by Big Brother. <laughs> We're all re- by Big Brother. <laughs> but you knew that. We're already watching. <laughs> With the big all C and I. <laughs> Black and white checkers. Anyways. <laughs> two plus two is five. Yes. Two plus two is five. Two plus two is five. Two plus two is five. So what what book have you read lately? What's what's the last time that you read a book? Well, wait a second. I mean, uh, we'll get to that real quick. Well, oh, did you have somewhere else? Well, in yeah, because I want to still want to talk about your computer setup. Oh, right? my computer setup. Yeah. Well, so, so so like like um, I tr- I, tr- I tried to return. Uh, I, I called Steam back because they have a number that you can call. Yeah. Right? So I called them and I was like, Hey, dude, I can't play this. It won't work. They refunded it, right? And I said, well, don't shoot. What if it's still in? Like, well, it's not, you can't play it. Right. So, like, we... we yeah, it's we, up to you to uninstall it. That's yeah, on you, that's, that's but... This, you know, it's the honor system. Yeah. That's what she said. It's like the honor system. I'm like, okay. Cool. I totally took it off. Oh, yeah. there like, took too much space. They can the see how much, how much time you've spent with the game. Yeah. So, I mean, if you've spent less than five minutes... Yeah. Chances are, I'm sure they've got an arbitrary number out yeah, there that's, 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 that's within policy. Yeah, that kind of stuff. You'd yeah. think that they would. You, okay. You'd think that it would be like, I don't know, maybe an hour, right? Is you get it. Their litmus. Their li- yeah. If you've had it less than an hour or played it less than an hour and yeah. you want a refund, maybe it's even like 30 minutes. Yeah. Who knows? Okay. 30 minutes seems pretty plausible for a, for a, a business model. Yeah. You know? However, um, yeah, they gave me they gave me my money back, dude. They really their customer service was really pretty good, and she she wasn't like, well, you did this, we can't do that. I didn't have to argue. Yeah, with her, you know what I mean. So it was it wasn't like pulling teeth at all. Well, I didn't even have to call anybody. I just did it right from my computer. It just I right clicked somewhere. I'm sure I did, and. Or found a drop-down menu, and it, it was just like, do you want a refund on this game? And I was like, yeah, I want a refund on this game. I can't play it. So oh, yeah. it's obviously not going to run yeah. outside of the parameters for a, a game that came out in 2004. Like, what, do you, what, what is this game going to do? I'm pretty sure I've played this game before. <laughs> it's not that good. Like, yeah. But whatever. If it's not going to run, it's not going to run. I got it because it was cheap. I was just glad to have the money back. I thought that was kind of neat. Uh, do you remember the board game Axis and Allies? Yes. They have a PC uh, game of that on Steam. It's awesome. Is it good? Oh yeah. And if you like Axis and Allies, the board game, it's it's almost just like they've it. got an online version of Magic: The Gathering. Yes, I know. I love playing that. I love playing that. Uh, also, they have Settlers of. Oh, there you go. What a great game. I know, isn't it? Yeah. I fucking love Cellars of Catan, Right? The uh, I seen um, the acquisition of the different cities and building your roads and who's got the longest road and yeah. you know uh, what kind of uh, 
of production is your land going to have, you know, and yeah, that game is just, that's fun. That's well, good it, times. It, 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 gets you, it gets you to think. It yeah, you you've got to be. You've, yeah, you've, it gets you to fucking be creative. You've got to be in the right spots. Yeah. So, yeah, yes. that's a fun game. you got to be somewhat intelligent to play that game. You can't be. Like, Do you ever play a game called Ticket to Ride? Yes. Yeah. That game is pretty cool. That is a pretty cool game, and some of the maps that they've got are kind of neat too. Yeah. Where it's it all takes place in France, or it's all in Germany, you yeah. know. Yeah, it's definitely not American train. Oh no. Shit, it's definitely European. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, because European, the European countries just have older trip railroad systems. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's necessarily true. Maybe. No, I don't think so. Trains weren't made in America. Were they? I don't think so. I remember that there was a whole lot of hullabaloo about having the railroad connect from one coast to the other, though. Yeah, yeah the trans, trans, what do they call it? Trans Union fucking railroad or something like that? Transatlantic. Well, right? That's, that's what it was? That's where the whole legend of John Henry versus the steel, the steam engine. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. And, like, like, that's what that was all wrapped up in. That's that's where he came from, yeah. John Henry. Yeah. You know? It didn't, didn't pan out for John Henry the same way that it did with Paul Bunyan. Yeah. Because yeah. Paul Bunyan was picked up by different states throughout the Union, Minnesota being one of them. Being one of them. Wisconsin too. It's like Maine. Yeah. Yeah. Maine has, has yeah. yeah, they're about Paul Bunyan they're too. Paul Bunyan too, yeah. Yep. New Hampshire does too. Yeah. Paul See, Bunyan. so Paul Bunyan's all over the place. You talk about John Henry to most people, most people have no idea what you're talking about. But John Except Henry was if you're fucking a Midwest fucking citizen of America. You yeah. know about John Henry. Yeah. Like, I remember him them talking to uh, teachers talking about John Henry when I was like in third grade at Grand Forks, North Dakota. Right? So, so do you like, think that John Henry was a real person? Do you think I that think he could be a person they modeled that story off of? Oh, I'm sure. That's you know? that's what do they call that? Is that like a local legend? Is that is that a myth? A is local that myth? A local maybe. myth? Uh, maybe. I, I, you'd think that there would be more civilized Old way of calling it. That became that became a myth. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm sure there's probably somebody out there that coined a word for it. I probably heard it at one point in my life, but I have no idea what it is. In the the comments. The keyboard cowboys will let us know. Yes, hopefully. Yeehaw, keyboard cowboy. Uh, Portuguese keyboard. (laughs) (laughs) The keyboard cowboy. (laughs) The Portuguese keyboard cowboy. He's called a gaucho. Playing at Potawatomi Bingo. Portuguese keyboard. Playing all your favorites, like, hey, I got a bingo. It's B-I-N-G-O. <laughs> What's his name Oh, And Farmer in the Dell. And Farmer in the Dell. Um, that hip-hopping, slanging, <laughs> get that ass so, banging. So weird. We went from Farmer John in Henry the Dell. this shit. What right? The fuck? Yeah. <laughs> 
no, seriously, about John Henry, it doesn't seem like he's got the same popularity, say, even as a Johnny Appleseed. You talk about Johnny Appleseed, he's most people over. know about Johnny Appleseed, yeah, you know? What, what did Johnny Appleseed do? You ask a random person on the street, and nine times out of ten, they're going to tell you that he went around the country and planted apple seeds. But what did John Henry do? So they pitted him against a steel or a steam engine, which was pretty much doing the same thing that he was doing, which was driving the ties through or driving the, the nails through the ties of the railroad tracks yeah. while they were laying them down and see which could go faster. And John Henry was getting beat by the steam engine and he sped it all up and he was able to win, but then he like collapses and dies, yeah. leaving his hammer behind. Yeah. That was John Henry. That's the legend of John Henry. Yeah. That's pretty tragic. It is very tragic, like a hero. That's, that's definitely a hero's journey. Yeah, that's the whole hero arc too. Right, time. yeah. So John Henry was a steel driving man. I, there's something about, Erie, too, like Lake Erie. He has some connection to Lake Erie. Or is it the Erie Canal that I'm thinking? I don't know. I always <laughs> thought that was another Paul Bunyan thing. Oh, okay. I mean, they say he dragged his axe and made the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Right? The Great Lakes were where Babe the Blue Ox would have a bath. Uh-huh. Like. <laughs> Paul Bunyan was huge. Paul Bunyan's huge. He was a giant. Like, right? Uh. <laughs> Going back to Giants. Do you think Giants were real? Uh, I think it's possible. Like, because there is, like. I mean, you look at Manute Bull, right? You remember Manute Bull? That He's dude was seven foot two. Gigantic. Seven and he, foot two. And he had a fucking chrome magnum head, too. Yeah. Yeah, he was kind of crazy looking. But he well, looked he like he was. He like Mao, too. He, Mao Ying or whatever. Or Mao. How it was Yao Ming? Yao Ming. That dude was. 11 feet tall. <laughs> he had his 112nd birthday. <laughs> that dude was fucking huge. Tony Kukoc is another motherfucker. He's just so yeah. tall and fucking Well, that's just it. You look at some of those guys that are in the NBA and how tall they are. You know, I mean, Shaq. Dude, is a specimen. It, it, that's a big boy. He, he can't do algebra. But he's a specimen. Yes, he is. <laughs> okay. So I mean, you look at you look yeah, at guys like that. Either. So it's not that hard to believe that they're at one time were giants. You know, I mean that that doesn't seem like it's that far fetched. Yeah. Well, then it gets into the whole thing for me when I when I think giants right away, I think of the Watchers in the Bible. Okay. And then I think of like the Nibelheim. Stuff, but that's because I'm, I, 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 I'm a glutton for like pseudoscience shit. So, <laughs> you know? would you say that you are uh, accepting of cryptozoology? Very good word. Yes, that is perfect. That, that is the perfect description of what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So you believe in Bigfoot? Dude, it's kind of hard not to. It's kind of hard not to believe in. Uh, the Yeti, either. Um, Isn't that the two words for the same thing? Sasquatch. No, Yeti and Sasquatch are two different ones. Some some cryptozoologists 
uh, you know, theoretical biologists or whatever you want to call them, some of them will will detest or have a theory that would be like um, Sasquatch are North American, right? Okay. North American species and the Yeti are the Asian. Oh, okay. The Asian fucking. So I would be Sasquatch and you would be a Yeti. I guess so. If you want to, if you want to get uh, Star Wars first episode one about it, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot do the Jedi. Okay, you just fucking. You sound like a Japanese or a Korean guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe you know. I'm one with the force. The force is with. Gotcha, banks don't fucking Okay. Hey, man. <laughs> There's an argument out there that says that Star Wars is really made by the side characters, the ones that you really don't know that much about. And Jar Jar Banks is one of those, but they also brought us Babu Freak. Yeah. Do you know about Babu Freak? She. Hey, hey! Okay. I won't say no more. Did I say something wrong? No, you didn't say anything wrong at all. Okay. Say the name again. Babu Freak. That's on the new Mandalorian. Uh, no. 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 That's uh, The Last Jedi, I think? The or maybe it's maybe it's uh, Rise of Skywalker. I think it's Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, now I haven't that, seen that now yet. You haven't seen... Oh, you... Okay. Haven't seen that yet. You haven't. Okay. Well, I'm not gonna have any spoilers for you. Uh, so I haven't seen that. Yet. Babu Freak is pretty integral to the storyline. You're, talking about, <laughs> the the, you're talking about the chick with the goggles. Yeah. The yes, little. It's it's probably like maybe uh, two apples tall. Yeah. With she has the goggles. Yeah. She, oh no no no! You're thinking Maz Kanata. Okay. Yeah, Maz Kanata is the nightclub owner. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's the one where... Uh, hunt, this is completely different. This, this okay. is a completely different character. Okay. Yeah. Maz okay. Kanata is probably, I don't know... You six. Said two apples high? Yeah. yeah. Yep, it's about the same size as a Smurf. Yeah. But... Okay, with, I'm going to have to watch this. way more right. attitude. It's, yeah. But Baba Freak, if you're following the storyline, which is admittedly kind of hard to do in, in The Rise of Skywalker, it's not the greatest written movie that I've of ever course, seen. It's Disney. Of course, because it's <laughs> Disney. But Babu Freak plays a pretty important part in that story arc of them being able to get to where they need to go. So it was kind of like a bridge point, and they introduced a new character who's probably got maybe 90 seconds of screen time altogether. But so much but behind it. The, yeah, there's, there's a storyline written about Baba Freak. They talk about him uh, working for a different drug cartel all the time, and you've got to be a member of the cartel in order to actually uh, get the services from Babu Freak. And so they go and they find Babu Freak, and Babu Freak looks like a like a wrong color Smurf. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <It's>... Wrong color <laughs> Smurf. <laughs> Did he have like the fucking gnome hat and shit too? Or what? No, no. He's way cooler than that. Looks like the guy from Up. Uh, do you remember the yes. sequence at the beginning with the kid with the yeah. crazy aviator hat? Yeah. Yep. That's what he looks like. Yep. I think it was stolen directly from there, honestly. Well, Disney. Well, you know what I'm saying. Disney owns absolutely everything. Everything. They even own ESPN, ABC. Yep. 
Oh, they've had ABC for a long for a time. Minute. Yeah, but uh, the ESPN acquisition happened like what, maybe ten years ago? Something like that. Yep. Yeah. So um, again, not uh, hurting for money over at Disney. Well, no, no, but they definitely love to destroy fucking childhood stories. Anyways, uh, <laughs> anyways, I am looking forward to watching the Mandalorian. Yeah. I'm looking forward to watching. I'm looking that. forward to seeing what your reaction to that is. Based on the fact that I know you're a pretty big Star Wars fan. Uh, yeah, I'm just a science fiction fan in general. And geek, that was like, kind of a hot thing for Star Wars to break into a live action drama, drawn out serial type, which is, I'm, that's where Star Wars needed. came from. That's, that's where needed. Star Wars came from. That's, that's, that's the whole yeah. idea behind it is that, you know, uh, Lucas would it's go and saga. see these, these westerns and yeah. just went and saw serialized westerns and decided that he was going to start turning that into his saga. Yeah. The Sky Killer, Star Killer saga. Star Killer from fucking Force Awakens. He's a cool fucking character, dude. That's a pretty fun game. It is an awesome game. Yeah. I just wish they would have made it longer. Yeah. Or added some DLCs the, to the it. The thing like, is, as I approach that as this is going to be a Jedi game and I'm never going to get to see Darth Vader. And, of course, you, the Darth first Vader thing... Darth Vader tries to kill you. No, the first thing, you are Darth Vader. Yeah. yeah. So, like, that's just it. You're, But you try to kill the main character. And I was hooked from that moment forward. Like, as yeah. soon as I started it up, press start on my controller and I'm Darth Vader, I'm like, hell yes. Yeah. <laughs> I want to actually experience the VR fucking Star Wars Vader. Oh, yeah. VR game. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. It's, I think it's like Vader Returns or something like that. Dude, that's, a, that's another tragic soul, Anakin Skywalker. I'd agree with that, He's yeah. very but, tragic. But Much like John Henry. That's just the way he was supposed to go. go. You yeah. know, I if, mean, if, that's... If he didn't do that, Luke would not be what Luke did. Right, you wouldn't so, have Ray. You it, wouldn't have fucking. Yeah, I think it all Maddie. connected, but I don't know if uh, the jury's still out for me on that final trilogy that they did. I don't think it's as bad as everybody says it is, but it, it was the same thing when the when the prequel trilogy came out. Everybody's like, "Oh, this is terrible," you know. Well, but now, but cool. now people look back at that third Christian installment, and they're just like, "This no. movie's awesome," and you see all kinds of memes all over the internet. Hello. General Kenobi, you know, like hello there. I, and also, uh, Ewan McGregor played a great Ben Kenobi. I can't wait for that series to come out. Me either. I can't. I can't wait. And he's playing Ben Kenobi too. You Ewan get to see McGregor. Wandavision too now. Yes, Wandavision yes. that came out on Friday. Two two episodes. Two episodes. Yep. yep. And um, I thought it was pretty good. Well, they also have the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, too. Right? Yeah, that's, that's going to be happening soon. Um, you know, I'm, <laughs> growing up as a comic book geek in the, in the mid-'80s, uh, you, you know, I would you know, read X-Men and Avengers and uh, Hulk. And, um, Don't forget Spider-Man. That's Spider-Man. Well, they had so many different... Oh yeah, too. there's so many different iterations. The Amazing Spider-Man, yeah, Peter Parker, the Spectacular yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. You know. Uh, so like, and, and I always remembered, or Thor, just reading the Mighty Thor, Doctor Doctor Strange, uh, or Doom. 
Dr. Doom. That's a tragic character, too. Absolutely. Uh, and they've never gotten him right on film. <laughs> never, um, ever gotten him right on film. Yeah, never gotten him right on film. Like, anyhow, um, growing up, I was like, dude, they should fucking make this a movie. Why is this not a movie? Yeah. Now, 40, as a 44-year-old man. Will they stop making movies of my childhood? Would you just stop <laughs> fucking up my childhood? <laughs> you know? Wolverine. Welcome, Wolverine my is son. Way fucking more vicious than Welcome what, what to the Hill machine. <laughs> Wolverine was definitely a, a way more of a ferocious and savage character um, in the comic books than fucking dude made him out to be on in the movies. He's rabid. He's a rabid. Yeah. That's why they call him the Wolverine because he's he, rabid. Yeah, he was a feral animal is yeah. what the idea was. And when yeah. they did the, uh, what is it? Uh, Weapon X, X. Weapon X. Oh, that, X-23. That whole, yeah, that whole series was fucking killer, dude. Oh, and just to see and what they Canadians did to him. look more cooler than they really are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Canadian Secret Service. What the fuck? What the fuck do you have to have a Secret Service for? Although, <laughs> Canada does have Deadpool. They, yes. Yes, Wade. Wade. Is he, in, in, the, in the comic books, is he from Toronto or Vancouver? I think it's Vancouver. Okay. Because hmm. a, a lot of Marvel characters are like based in New York. Yeah. Like New York is like the headquarters. Yep, but uh, the origin story for Deadpool takes him back to Canada, Canada because he's he's a rival of Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. That's the whole thing. Yeah, and he came from pretty much the same thing. It was well, just... Weapon X was a failure, and then they then they yeah. did fucking uh, Wade Wilson's a, a, a Deadpool, you know, and they perfected it with Deadpool, right? Because Deadpool doesn't have fucking adamantium. Yeah, he can just grow fucking shit back. Yeah, yeah, he's got an infinite healing factor. Yeah, but much like Wolverine, but Wolverine Logan, he that was his mutant. It's not like they gave him that. That was his mutant fucking power. Yeah, was, was this surviving anything? You know, yeah, you shot in the head and your fucking his head grows back and then here's your bullet. Yeah. You know, uh, like it's. But that was the result of the adamantium yes, being infused. Infused. Yep. That unlocked his mutant fucking gene. Yep. It's interesting, too, because it's like, man, you wouldn't think it's not so... If you can come up and create something like that, it's not far-fetched that any fucking JPL, Jet Propulsion Lab, or Skunk Works, or uh, Hal Burton are probably designing that shit as we speak, or already have, and just waiting for it to, for it to come out. Well, or it's classified. Yeah, it's probably yeah. classified. Probably, probably the latter classified. Uh, excuse me, sir. I finished the origami on your tin tinfoil hat. Uh, I've got it for you, uh, but you'll have to step outside into the van to put it on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Roll two ten, t- ten tied dies for initiative. Roll for initiative. <laughs> gonna kiss a fireball <laughs> your fireball does one die four damage <laughs> it's the smallest pitifulest fireball you've ever seen oh look at it it needs some steroids <laughs> and it's not a it's not a fireball it's a magic missile you dummy <laughs> magic missiles 
Uh, I remember when I heard that term when I played D&D for the first time. I'm like, magic missile? It's got a very sexual Richard, vibe. my brother. Rich, Richard, what the fuck is a magic missile? Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, right? I remember conceptualizing some of the spells that I found in D&D. Okay, so I got to go back and give the story. Um, I think I was probably in eighth grade when my older cousin had uh, appendicitis uh, over summer. He was staying at his grandparents' place in uh, northern Minnesota. Uh, Carlsted, okay. Minnesota is what it's called. And uh, I was living in Grand Forks at the time. And he came down with appendicitis. He was really sick. They asked him what he wanted, and he wanted me to be there. So we, they came and picked me up. And I went there for two weeks while he was recovering from appendicitis, and he taught me how to play Dungeons and Dragons. It was the third edition. It was the advanced uh, basic box set with the uh, classic guy with the two-handed sword taking on a red dragon on the yeah, cover. The, yeah, the, that's yeah. I yep. Have that. I have that. We yeah. rolled up characters and we started playing Dungeons and Dragons. And when I heard about these spells for the first time, to conceptualize that, I had no reference point. I mean, I couldn't come up with anything. The closest I could come up with was like the force, right? Yeah. Because that's all I like had up to that point. Like you know? That, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I started thinking about like magic missile and um, some of the glamour spells, like from the uh, like illusionist spells. Illusionist type spells. Yeah. yeah. Those are really fun to play with oh, when yeah. you're playing tabletop games mm -hmm. because. It's different than in a video game where if you're going to be an illusionist, it's kind of lame, yeah. honestly. Yeah. I mean, I've played Skyrim and tried to be an illusionist before, and you're just like, well, I can't really do anything. Yeah. I can, I can I watch these guys. I can make these guys kill each other, which, yeah. I mean, that's, that's okay. But a lot of what the nuance is lost in the translation from the tabletop game to the video game because there's such a limited amount of things that you can do in a video game. But... Yeah. The limit, the, the lid is taken off of that limit when you play it as a it, tabletop it, game. Tabletop, it's yeah. just a matter of what your imagination, imagination can do. So, yeah. so, I mean, you can, you can shape and, and twist reality, get, yeah. you know, and things like that and influence people to do the things. So that, that was uh, one of the big draws for me when it comes to uh, Dungeons and Dragons and things like that. Like, I just, I, I enjoy sitting in a room and creating something with friends and if it's in a, in a way that's telling a story that all of us are enjoying, like, that hits me on every level. Well, it, it, Dungeons and Dragons taught me to be a team player. Oh, yeah. Dungeons and Dragons taught me a lot about being an, and, a comedian and, 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 and being an improv. Yeah. And to network. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Really? And, and a network. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, we wouldn't just you know, go straight into playing the game. We'd hang out for a while yeah. and then we'd get to playing the game and, yeah. you know, we'd do what we could do and then we'd call it a session when people started getting tired and then everybody would go home and, you know, we would do it again next week. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, we would visit and everything else in between, mm -hmm. you know, and everybody would be bringing their snacks and we'd be eating mm -hmm. and just sitting around a table and throwing dice and talking to each other. For me, it would be weed and fucking ham and beer. Well, I mean, we introduced a little bit of that, too. I mean, there was always the dude that was bringing the alcohol. There was always the dude that was stoned, you know? I mean, so, I mean, that's just the way it goes. That's, that's just people bringing their own lifestyle to the table and whatever else. But, you know, that's, it's, that would bring 
a lot to have you looked at some of these people that are playing D D online? Oh yeah. Like that's there's really a, cool. There's a lot more females play it now. There's some hot chicks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. However, like it's it, there's more girls. There never was hot chicks when I was playing D D. That's a unicorn so, right so, there. Yeah, yeah, that, that <laughs> shitty fucking rainbows and diamonds, okay? That just never happens. It's always a sausage fest when you're playing D and D. It's always a sausage fest. Yes, it you is. Know? It's like or if it's concert. not, you're hanging out with some somewhat questionable company. Did you hear what I said? No, I'm sorry. I missed... It's like going to a Rush concert. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's kind of a sausage fest in here, man. Uh, not too many chicks that like Rush. Anyways, <laughs> it does happen though. I mean, if, you, if yeah. you're a chick that's out there and you like Rush, please don't like get don't up. Hate on us. Don't get. Don't be drinking the haterade and getting up on your keyboard, cowboy. Just, just go, go on, go on the Portuguese keyboard. <laughs> go on your Portuguese keyboard and be like, "Hey, I like Rush, you dick." That's cool. The Portuguese that. keyboard, <laughs> the the uh, the symbol that's over there on the right hand side of the board that's got the circle with the little line on it. You just yeah. hold that one down until you feel better. <laughs> With the apostrophe T, okay? <laughs> Portuguese keyboard. Keyboard, <laughs> keyboard counters. Um, Appearing now at keyboard counters all around the county. <laughs> Portuguese keyboard. <laughs> but if people don't know who D and D is, D and D is a tabletop game named uh, uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons, yeah. But you might hear it as AD&D, which means Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, think, if you don't know what Dungeons and Dragons, think um, Lord of the Rings as a as a dice game with paper that has your character sheet on it. Man, we're nerds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're nerds, totally. Yeah. Uh just by way of reference, I am uh, actually wearing a twenty-sided die around my neck yes, I see right that. now. Because is that is that a, is that a uh, uh, gladiator like a Roman gladiator helmet or is that that's like... exactly what that is? Okay. That's a Roman gladiator helmet. Yep. Because right when I play D and D, typically I'm the fighter. Fighter. Oh yeah. Uh, I I always like being thieves or bards. Yeah. Because a I'm a musician, right? And I play guitar, so it's like okay, I can I can conceptualize me doing the bard shit. Like, he doesn't like to stretch when he does his role play. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but thieves are always good too because oh yeah, thieves are good too. Yeah, uh, I've, because, I've played some pretty interesting characters back in the day. I've I've played some pretty fun thieves. Um, you know, I've played with like a cavalier. I've played with no, paladins. Cavalier. A cavalier. They're a cleric that can use a sword, right? Uh, yeah, kind of. I mean, they can do some minor level healing and things yeah. like that, but they're not really a cleric. It's more of a battle mage type thing, but without, I mean, it's more, it's like the opposite of a battle mage where they focus on the fighting and they can do some magic. magic? Yeah. Oh, okay. So. Like Dragon Age? Yeah. Well, yeah, kind of. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of the same idea. Okay. Where I mean, and the same thing with with Skyrim. They they give you the base healing spell yeah. pretty much with every character you choose. That's so I mean, you true. can you can go that route if you want to. But no, I mean that that was kind of the whole idea of the uh, the cavalier was that he was there to be an extra fighter, but also to have Peter. that that versatility to be able to help out if that needed to be done too. Well, also, cavaliers are are 
or have high stature too, so they're easy to negotiate with with bartering. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, so you they've know, got good charisma. Yeah. Yeah, so you can use that as a, that saving their saving throw. Yeah. Advantage. Yep. So there's know. there's lots of little bonuses and things like that. I've played some pretty fun characters. I think the best character that I've ever played though is uh, my. Uh, two-handed fighter that like became a baron and had his own castle and everything else his name was phoenix bloodthorn because i was a teenager and <laughs> i didn't uh, i couldn't think of anything cooler phoenix bloodthorn. <laughs> phoenix bloodthorn but yeah i mean i had some real fun times with that character you know and going from the bottom you know we came from nothing and now we here that was that was the the storyline of of them and yeah. it was it was a Monty Hall campaign where we got everything we wanted, but I built my castle in the hills and I holed up there and I had my harem of women and I was fourteen and enjoying <laughs> playing Dungeons and Dragons. So <laughs> yeah, Phoenix Bloodthorn. Phoenix Bloodthorn. Yeah. Sounds like a porn name for a chick. <laughs> it probably is actually. Like a gothic fucking porn queen. <laughs> right? Yeah. I can imagine she's got some long red hair that like goes black towards the tips. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, that's very visual. Oh, yeah. Right? Um, oh, you should see it. <laughs> <laughs> this not... segment of Radio Imposter is brought to you by the new guy. <laughs> hey, guys, I work here. And I mean, it's finally official. I pooped here. Want to see? <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. I took pictures. Jesus Christ. The new guy. Appearing. <laughs> Uh, so when I when I played D and I was I was a little older in my teenage years uh, when I started playing D and uh, However, when the transition from the tabletop to miniatures, uh, oh yeah, that's when it got really cool for me because then now you can like oh yeah okay so around this corner I want to do this and see if I can peer and see if I can see okay well yeah I can save you through. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yep. That's that's actually one of the things as uh, I was getting back into D&D &D, uh, over the last year or so, you know, I, I had put it down for a long time, but one of the best memories that I have is of campaigns where we played with miniatures and maps and things like that just to see if we could make it a little bit more than what it was like we used to meet in a place where the guy had the ping pong table that was all laid out and i mean it was from one end to the other it was a valley that was different mountains and things like that that these guys had carved out of uh like the pink foam insulation stuff and then painted it like so i mean we played in a situation like that. And I, I thought as I was getting back into D&D that if just having the books would be enough, but I keep being drawn towards the miniatures. And I know that that is a money sink that I don't know oh, that I'm cool. ready for. It's cause, totally a money sink. But it'll yeah. be totally worth it and yeah, super it, yeah, cool. Super cool because you you, now you, are, you see it in like in a 3D way. Yep. And you're like, then your imagination is like, okay, now I'm and if you can, if you can paint miniatures and you can do it well, for traps, you know, like you can see it, you know, instead of having to imagine it in your in your head, uh, and then you can, you know, paint the miniature and be all nerdy, get geeky with that. I'm gonna catch us white and nerdy. <laughs> also, uh, 
When I played D and D, like getting back to, I I listened to a lot of Iron Maiden when we played D and D, or when we played Magic. Uh, we played, listened to a lot of that. Listened to a lot of Rush. Magic. Um, Magic the Gathering. God, I remember when some I of the cards. Magic the Gathering on ESPN two back in the day. And some Asian kid was going against some kid from Brazil. Didn't he like, like pull out the Black Lotus? Yes, that's that's the game that I'm talking about. Right? Like, yeah. Oh my God! He pulled out the Black Lotus. Like, Black Lotus. ESPN two back in the day was fucking cool to watch. Now it's. Well, just, I mean, it's free mana. It's yeah. free mana. Why wouldn't it be yeah. cool? It was awesome. Oh yeah. Black mana though. Oh yeah. Black mana. Well, of course. Like, How else are you gonna power your Sengir vampire? Haven't seen that in a while. Or or the rabbit, so, the rabid rats. I think this is a good opportunity to bring up my buddy Billy the Fridge. Billy the Fridge, rapper from Seattle, right? Rapper from Seattle, but he specifically has a song that is about Magic the Gathering. <laughs> and it's called Cardboard Crack. It is cardboard crack. Can, can we watch it? Can I bring it up on my phone and we can watch it real yeah, quick? Yeah, we can watch it, but I mean, the, the folks at home ain't watching it. I mean, but I just want you to be exposed to this so that you know that there are things that are like this out there. Let me see if I can pull it up. Um, I'm so. While you do that, I'm going to light this joint and then let our uh, our audience know here. Uh, thank you for listening, and please like and subscribe and share. you'd like for us to send you the instructions so that you can draw a turtle, send a self-stamped envelope, self-addressed stamped envelope. To P.O. Box 420 Pueblo, Colorado. Now next up is Bob Ross. comes the hook.
Oh, I'll message him and ask him if it's okay before we air this. Let me talk to him on Discord and see if he'll let me do it. I don't know. We might need to cut that, but uh, that's my buddy Billy the Fridge. So he said most recently on one of his streams that uh, his influences, his two main influences growing up were Weird Al Yankovic and Tupac Shakur. Weird Al Yankovic and Tupac Shakur. Now those are some polar fucking uh, opposites. He's a cool kid, man. And they're very polarizing people. Too. Billy the Fridge. Yep. Uh, you can Google him. You can find him, like I said, on Discord. He's uh, on YouTube. He's, yeah, he's something, man. He's, he's pretty cool. Um, and we hang out. We play Among Us. Yeah. See, tell, tell me about that. Like you were telling me, like Friday night. Yeah. You tall shop at twelve. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's let's skip past that part. It was about three o'clock in the morning when I get a Discord bump or nudge or whatever they call it, and they're like, "Hey, Billy the Fridge is live now." So I tuned in and was hanging out with Billy the Fridge, and he like did some freestyling for us and then we went over and played a game of Among Us and then finally he said he was going to bed. But um, it was pretty fun, pretty cool. He was hosting, so it was his channel, you know, and it was fun. Yeah. My name on there is Clutch Stomper. Mine's Wu Man Chu 420. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's surprised about that. <laughs> what what was the names of your D D characters back in the day? You make fun of Phoenix Bloodthorn and you didn't even give up one of your Bob Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Smith. Fighter. <laughs> Choose your fighter. Bob, Bob Smith. Smith. <laughs> um, well, I had a couple of different characters. I liked playing characters that most people didn't play because I just wanted to see the re reaction of other people and just see how uh, you know how the gameplay would be oh okay. sure so like for instance I like I had a had a half human half orc fucking barbarian this name Ur. <laughs> like you are like the city Ur. 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 <laughs> oh, that's her. Her. <laughs> and that's how he would talk. He would talk just like like uh, grunting, like like the dude from um, uh, Game of Thrones. Like he's slightly brain damaged. What's his name again? Hordor. Hordor. Hodor. So he was like kind of like Hordor because he would say uh, sure. er with how er, er. right? Hey, er, do you do er? That's how, that's how I would talk. <laughs> so the, my teammates... That seemed like that would be pretty fun, yeah. Yeah, so my teammates were like, dude, that's, that's good, you know? 
<laughs> in any situation, you know, yeah. we'd be laying out battle plans. And er, are you with us? Er. so like even like me uh, there was one time in a module where i used i I was pretty much uh flanking uh distraction i was being the distraction for my team so i'd go up to the i went up to like the 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 salesperson at the at the store and i'm like er 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 Malkovich, Malkovich. <laughs> Malkovich, Malkovich, Malkovich. Very similar to that, right? Malkovich. Very similar, but like, I mean, they were they were stealing shit in the store, so I was. Oh being, sure. You know, being. You were uh, the distraction. Yeah. So, uh, Ur, was, Ur, I played him, um, and I also played uh, a Valkyrie, uh, Sheila LeBeau. Like LeBeau, like B E U. Sheila Sheila. And then I I wonder where you could have gotten Sheila from. Well, come on, dude. Playing Dungeons and Dragons. And watching He Man. Of course, Sheila. She Ra is who you're talking about. But no, from the Dungeons and Dragons, the animated show. Oh, the evil chick. Sheila. No, Sheila was the sister. Oh, was she? Was Bobby's sister. I thought that was fucking He Man. No. No, she was the redhead with the cloak. Oh, the yeah, yeah. She got she turned invisible. Yeah, she wasn't the wizard. The nerdy kid in the green fucking thing was the wizard. But what was she? What she was? She had the invisible cloak. That was it. Like, what was her? Plus, character? she was a hot redhead. Well, yeah, but what was her character class like a thief? Yeah, I, yeah, I think that's probably what the whole idea was. Okay. Yep. Yep. I'm pretty sure that Dungeon Master kind of lays it out in the beginning. You had the Cavalier. Yeah. You had the Wizard. Yeah. Yeah, she was the thief. Or was she... No, she wasn't the Acrobat, because Acrobat was the the black chick. What was her name? I can't Um, remember her name either. Diane or something? The other dude, he shot the the electric bow. Oh, right. Right? Yeah. He's he's the fighter. Yeah. And the Cavalier was the, the rich kid, you know, that always complained. He never way. utilized his powers as well as he no, could he have because he, 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 he approached better. it from being the rich snob. Yeah. So. Yeah. Which is kind of fitting for the character. You know, I'm you ashamed know. that I don't remember these names and can't rattle them off. I remember Bobby and Uni, of course, because yeah. who doesn't remember that? Yeah. You know? So. Uh, but how Hank, I... the guy with the, the bow. His name was Hank. Is it Hank? Yeah. Okay. And Eric was the. The Cavalier. Okay, Eric, of course. And Presto, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it's coming back to me. Yeah, Eric, that definitely be a snobby kid's name. Yeah, pretty much. Like Eric Trump. Anyways, uh, (coughs) uh, and I also played played, uh, Drow Elf Thief. I always like playing thieves because there's no fucking boundaries. Was was his name Drizzen? And he was chaotic neutral. Ooh, that's is, fun to play. Yeah, it's fun to play, but it's very hard to play. It's hard to play correctly. Yeah, it's hard but to play correct. But you're supposed to be crazy. Yeah. 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 That's Definitely. that's Deadpool. Yeah. That, yeah. The anti-hero. Yeah, the anti-hero. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Chaotic neutral. Yeah. Like he just might shoot you in the head. You have yeah. no idea. But if you pay me, I will kill you. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. If you're what I consider to be a friend, then yeah. Well, yeah, Tiamat was my 
fucking Tiamat. Tiamat was my my totem. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So I got plus one on everything, on protection. Hey, there you go, man. Like, Sometimes that's all you need is that plus Tiamat one. Had six different fucking heads that had of the dragon, and they all had different attributes. Because I was trying to get the ice, the ice head, the fucking poison head, the fucking the flame was the big one, right? You remember Tiamat? The I dragon? do. Okay. I thought it was a five-headed dragon. Well, yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. But I know, I know that's what each head had a different attribute. Right. However, um, uh, his name I took from a Star Wars generator, uh, and it's like your first prescription drug you ever took, right? Okay. And your fucking uh, first car you ever bought. Oh, okay. Mine was Ridlin Maverick. Oh. So that was... So mine would be Amoxicillin Delta 88? Sounds like a star. It does. It sounds like amoxicillin it sounds delta like a eighty-eight somewhere out in outer space. Right? Uh, was it we are now traveling to the outer ridges of amoxicillin delta eighty-eight. Please fashion your seatbelts as we go around the sun. Ur. God, he was a cool fucking character too. He had this uh, devil axe. A devil-handed cleave. So it's like pretty much a, a sword that a big fucking butcher's cleaver, you know. And also, I mean, he just comes back from way home, from Oklahoma, so it's like slow motion. <laughs> You're rolling totally terrible if I hit you with that motherfucker. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> I've had I've had characters like that, yeah, where it's like it's rare if you get a hit, but when you do hit, you hit hard. You hit hard and it's like, damn, you just took fucking sixty points of damage on you. <laughs> right? Sometimes playing Oh, they have forty. Yeah, that means you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hulk smash. For real. But but Hulk Smash. You know, that would be kind of cool if they made a, a tabletop role playing game in like the Marvel universe. They do. They do. It's been done. I suppose. It's been done. I suppose, but that's what I, w- I would definitely play that. You can play as different superheroes, too, in, in a tabletop game that's based in a superhero world. I mean, you just roll up your own super... We could do it right now. You just roll up your your superhero, you roll up your Dungeons & Dragons character, and you assign it superpowers. Right. So you get, like, out of tier one, you get one when you reach level, level five. Right. Until then, you're down in tier three, where most of your base spells are going to be, yeah. and you get one out of level two. Huh. There you go. Yeah. You can't fly yet, yeah. but you might have... You're you might be quick enough to catch a bullet. You're like Pink Floyd right now. Yeah. You're learning to fly. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, coming down's the hardest thing. Coming down is the hardest thing. Hey, you don't need a, a parachute to go skydiving twice. Or to go skydiving. You need it to go skydiving twice. Wow, I killed that joke. That was awesome. That joke is now dead and lying on Kurt's... Um, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. All right, I'll stop. Um, but, yeah, that was my character for D&Ds. Those are my... Have you ever played... There was a game, um, TSR... The, the makers of Dungeons and Dragons, not fucking well, Wizard Coast. They are not the originators of it. Uh, T- TSR had uh, a role playing game 
but it was futuristic based, um, kind of like with the same Dungeons and Dragons rules. Uh, it was called Star Frontiers. Ever Never played that? it. Never okay. played it. Pretty cool. Um, and they also had uh, uh, Dungeons and Dragons module that was called Spelljammer. Ever heard of that? Uh, no. That's not ringing a bell. Okay, Spelljammer was basically you're, you're in space. Uh-huh. And the Spelljammer ship is a huge stingray, like a gigantic stingray uh-huh. with a city on top of it. Oh, and it sails through, it sails through space, and you go to different worlds, right? But it's in the Dungeons and Dragons universe. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. interesting. Yeah, it's that's pretty cool. What's it, that it, called? Spelljammer. Spelljammer. Yeah. Okay. We'll look it. We'll look it up after we get it down here. Uh, they don't make it anymore, but I mean, you, I bet you could still buy the book and play the, in this. Play the rules. Sure, as yeah, you could modify. Uh, but they, yeah. I remember seeing an, uh, a wood elf spaceship that was made out of like, like a magic fucking orb and like leaves, like big, like with wood and like, like a branch on a tree. You know, they had some really cool ideas, and you know, being the kid I was, that's like, oh, I like that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, whoever that's thought, kind of a neat idea. Who would ever thought space-faring civilizations in the Dungeons & Dragons universe? Or, strange. That's Yeah, that's a different twist. It's, it's a different twist on it. And they also had Red Sun, which is like in the D&D universe, but like See, in, my, desert, in a, like a desert fucking setting. My role-playing game experience was basically formed off of Dungeons and Dragons as the base, but we also used to experiment with different types of campaigns where I can't remember what it was called. I'm sure somebody can tell me what it is, but you get into the mech suits and you battle primarily in the mech suit. So you're part of the forgotten realms. uh, uh, No, not not forgotten. Oh, 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 the spell jammer thing is forgotten realms. Ah, Spelljammer, fantasy universe and settings, campaign setting for the advanced Dungeons and Dragons role-playing game, which features a fantastic outer space environment. Spelljammer introduced into the AD&D universe as a comprehensive system of fantasy astrophysics, including the Ptolemaic concept of crystal spheres, released November 1st, 1989. 31 years ago, and I've never heard of this until... Today, I learned. Dear Diary, today <laughs> I learned about Spelljammer. My life will never be the same. What do you think? That's, that that's, sounds like it's really cool. Yeah, it was a fucking cool game growing up playing that. You yeah. played that, and I played like some crazy mech thing that I can't even name. and mech whatever. Warrior. Something like that, Mech War, or it could have been Robotech. That sounds familiar to me. I'm not sure if I'll be able to even recognize it if I see it because I just remember having a regular night with these guys. We'd we'd play every Thursday night, and then when I'd show up, to build your mech. Yep. And when I'd show up and play this mech game, I was always disappointed that we weren't playing Dungeons and Dragons that night. That these guys wanted to do this mech suit thing and go around shoot guns. Like I was like, I was not into it. But the more I think about 
about it. I'm just like, these guys were just trying to try out something different on me and see how I would react to it, you know? Because there's a lot of different stuff out there. I've played in a lot of different campaigns now where uh, we had a we had one campaign that was set in the Warhammer forty thousand. Oh, dude, I love Warhammer forty k, dude. Oh, chaos yeah. Chaos Marines, I love yeah. playing Chaos Marines. Yeah, you're a Space Marine, so yeah. I mean, if you've ever played Halo, you can thank the game mechanics of that. Oh, yeah. For War Warhammer forty k. Warhammer forty k. Uh, but also. There was mechs involved with that, that too. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that's that's just the part Eldar. of what they do. Yep. So, I mean, I did get to go back into a mech suit. Chaos and Marines. Yeah. Yeah, that was that's fun stuff. I also played uh, Vampire the Masquerade. The LARP. I, de- I definitely LARP. I, don't, I, ask, I, have, I also played Wolverine the Apocalypse. Oh, there well, you go. Wolverine, Werewolf the Apocalypse. Werewolf, yes. The Werewolf game. And I played... Uh, 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 also, something Mage Mage Arcanum, which is in that same um, Darkness of Night universe. Well, there you go. Um, yeah, I yeah. love that. I, I do. I wish you would just come out with a video game, a modern video game of it. Like the last video game of Vampire Masquerade uh, was Bloodlines, and that was like a PC game in the nineties. Well, I think 90, that... 93? Yeah, I think that vampires come and go. I mean, yeah. you always have your hot monster of the minute, you yeah. know, where th- it always seems like there's a whole lot of pop culture or underground nerd culture, whatever, that is, they've got the hot monster of the minute. Like, it was the vampire for a while. That's why we have all the Breaking Dawn movies and all that. But the zombies went through it, too. That's why we have The Walking Dead, yeah. Yeah. right? Oh sure, yeah, Zombieland. Those uh, it, those movies. To me, it seems like they have all these monster movies, and they have. You know, I know you're you're saying it's the the flavor of the month or the flavor of the week, right, or or whatever the pop culture likes at that time. Yeah, yeah. I also kind of feel like they kind of like are like setting us up for something though too. Oh, absolutely. Especially for the the alien shit. Like they've been like. Oh yeah. They, 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 they programming us for it. They announced that aliens were actually real while the pandemic was happening, oh, and yeah. it was just a blip on the radar. Like yeah. everybody was just like, "Yeah, what else you got?" It was like, "Yeah, we all knew." Yeah, that's we all. That's how much of it was. That's yep. what it was and like. Yeah. that's just it. That's there are they're here. Yeah. Like, where's Roddy Roddy Piper when you need him? Yeah. Where are those sunglasses? Where are those? Where did I put those sunglasses? <laughs> Uh, there's also a cyberpunk game that came out back in 89 as well. It was off of the FASA um, company. It was called um, Shadowrun. Oh, yeah. I remember hearing about Shadowrun. Wasn't that part of the Forgotten Realms? No, it's actually it was made by PSR. It was made by FASA. Oh, okay. So, okay uh, yeah. It was a different, different company. No, it was it's kind of like... It was... It's, it's in a YouTube... Uh, a dystopian future, much like twenty twenty one. Yeah, but more. <laughs> you got to think though. I mean, runner ish. Sure. Okay. Where where uh, is my flying car? Elon Musk. Yeah, build them motherfuckers instead of a, a self driving car. Build one of them motherfucking cars that that holds origami like into a fucking briefcase. So and then I can go flip. 
fly <laughs> that motherfucker, go to my house that's up in the fucking clouds so I can see my dog Astro and my boy <laughs> Elroy and my wife. <laughs> that's what I want. Hey Siri, call Elon Musk. <laughs> oh Jesus. Dude, Elon, that dude, that, you are an eccentric fucking person. You are, uh, and nothing, no kudos to you, brother. I mean, because you work really hard with big Stacking those bills. But like, uh, naming your child a star. Um, uh, Amoxicillin Delta 88, yeah, come down like for that. dinner. Like, it's like, it's just really ridiculous. I'm like, dude, you know your kid's going to hate you when he grows up. Like, I hated that name. You know, uh, Elon Musk actually approached me to uh, purchase <laughs> coffee shades. He says he really likes Colombia. He thought that was a pretty good idea. And when I told him that the next level of, a co- of a coffee shades is the espresso pack, he, I, I couldn't get him to uh, hard surface anywhere where he could write a check fast enough. He had to have it. Had to have it. So as of this moment, folks, Coffee Shades is now brought to you by Elon Musk. (laughs) Because he bought them. So he's got Coffee Shades now. You know that he's the richest person in the world now. Yeah, he bought out Coffee Shades. That's what what put him over the top. (laughs) That was the fucking last line of the feds. No, like, he's literally now, but, but seriously, he, he actually surpassed Jeff Bezos. Which, I thought Jeff Bezos was, uh, uh, um, Dead? Summit. Summit. Oh. I thought his summit was, like, peak. Like, nobody else is gonna take that for a while. Tesla fucking is... Tesla? Tes- te- not Tesla, uh, because that's his company. Elon Musk has over... over seated him in, in, in money. Like, he's like a multi-billionaire. Multi- I can't even imagine affluence like that. With you know, a B. I mean, it's just... <laughs> With a B, dude. <laughs> it's hard to imagine $100,000 for me. Let alone $500 million. I, that's astronomical for me. This motherfucker... That's a half a billion. Yeah. Can you? Can you? I can't. No, I. Yeah, you can't. You no, can't, I, I can't even can't. fathom it. I can't. I can't even imagine yeah. how much a million dollars is. If you really think about it, if you had a million one dollar bills, how big of a storage unit would you need to rent out? Let's Google it. GTS. Google that shit. Do you I'm understand? Gonna say, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say a two car garage. You think it would be like a two-car garage to fit all one million one-dollar bills yeah. inside there? Yeah. See, that's just is we can't conceptualize these numbers, yeah. and these are numbers that are the foundation for the reality of people like Elon Musk who walk in those types of circles. Yeah. Like I, I would have nothing in common with him, yeah. absolutely nothing, and he's got more money than he knows what to do with. The Musk family will have money. Him and his son, (laughs) X12J14, asterisk, whatever. He will have... No, well, that whole line will be wealthy 
for for eternity. Literally, if, if unless I, I can't all, even I guess all of the world fucking blows up in a nuclear fucking winter. Right, this money ain't gonna mean shit to you. When I could blow all the money I got in the bank in an hour. Yeah, he has. He has to take years. Right. To, to spend all his money. That's crazy. It'd be years. Absolutely years. Like been, not, been, not like oh five years. Been met no, fucking no, like years. Fucking 40. Absolutely years. Yeah, like like. His great 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 grandson might be able to spend all of it at that point in time. You know, that's crazy to think. You know, we can't even conceptualize it. Even 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 what one percent of what that looks like. One percent of a hundred billion dollars is one million. Yeah. So. That's one percent. Okay, now let's 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 micro let's microscope that now. Well, one point of one point that would be a hundred. Yeah, it's just it's beyond imagining. Yeah, it's like you can't do it. No, you, you can't, can't. You can't it. get there. You just you can't, can't get there. Yeah, you can't get it. Yep, and to even just know that you've got that type of affluence. Uh, that's I think that's the best word for it. Affluence. You just have that at your disposal, you know. I mean, m- when money literally is no object. Like you, you, you want to order a pizza? You order a pizza. You know, you want to get caviar delivered? Yep. We can actually get in the plane and fly to go get fresh caviar yeah, on on the Mediterranean coast, yeah. and then we can come back home. How about that? See, and I can't even like come up with a good scenario yeah, because I, I have no idea what that would be like. Like, hey, honey, yeah, I really like that building. That the world literally so is right your now, oyster. Your the yeah, world so is your oyster. oyster. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like when you have money like Richard Bran- Sir Richard Branson and like Elon Musk and like Bill Gates and that, like they're in a. That's a whole. That's a club, and we're not invited. That's a whole different league. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, and those are the motherfuckers that are the job makers. Those are the motherfuckers that that mold, shape, and shift the fucking world, not governments. Right. People like those guys do. Yep. They've got their hands in somebody's pocket. Yeah. Dude, Bill Gates is the largest farm landowner. Largest farm landowner. He basically so, owns all of Monsanto. This guy started as a fucking computer fucking titan. Yeah. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Put, Put that in, in your pipe and smoke it. You're ready to do some rap for me? Oh, no. Yeah. We're going to need some raps. This Tuesday, be on the lookout for the latest album from the hip-hop sensation Storage Unit. Storage Unit! His self-titled release is packed with instant classics like the lead singer, Too Much Stuff Up In Here. Too Much Stuff Up In Here! Too Much Stuff Up In Here! Moving around's too tough. You won't want to miss this speaker rattling cut. 
75 bucks a week for this? I got 35 bucks for this. Bullshit. This is all 75 bullshit. And the bass will be banging and the ladies popping with the hit Too Big to Fit. Too big, too, too, too big. Ask your local retailer for storage units. Brought to you by the record label you turn to for party music. Storage Month unit! Monthly rental records. Records, records. <laughs> Thank you to our sponsor, uh, Monthly Rental Records, and their uh, breakout new artist, Storage Unit. Storage Unit. That sounds like a guy that you would give that's just like a big motherfucker that's in your defensive line. Storage Unit is actually <laughs> on tour right now, and uh, opening for Storage storage Unit is Portuguese Keyboard. <laughs> now, man, those, those guys get around. <laughs> they get around. They get around. Hardest working band in show business. Right now, during COVID, those motherfuckers, those motherfuckers get around. They get around. However, um, I guess. Oh, what else do you want? I don't know. We got enough. How long have we been doing this, man? It seems like we just sit around and we do this forever. It's like we have about two hours and 45 minutes. 45, 49 minutes. Yeah, I th I'm good with that. If you're good with that, if you want to stop. Um, are you sure? Keep on talking. Oh. Yeah, let's keep talking. What are we, what are we gonna go do? What are we gonna do? Well, I mean, uh, we're gonna go make some egg rolls. Oh, egg rolls. That sounds good. We're gonna eat some of them, motherfuckers. Um, I love how my mom makes egg rolls. Um, if anybody doesn't know that, my mom is full is a full bred Korean gal from the southern part. It smells delicious in here. I can smell it already. You can smell it over the Nag Chapa candle. And that's when you oh, maybe that's the Nag Chapa I'm smelling. Well, no, no, you're not smelling <laughs> you're smelling, you're smelling mama's food. Um, I don't know, Case, a lot, a lot of people don't understand. I uh, know that uh, I take care of my mom. So my mom uh, here lives with me. I'm not a 44-year-old that lives in mom's basement. No. Although we are, mom in mom's in we are in mom's basement right now, I think. <laughs> She wasn't very happy with me, and I left my pizza down here on her laundry folding table. Did she, did she say anything? No, she didn't say anything, but she gave me the snappy eyes. And oh, you, did you she? know what happens when you get the snappy eyes. She no, your mom is the best, man. Yeah. She, she is awesome. She remembers me. She welcomes me in. Yeah. She cooks for me. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, not just that. Like my, Back in the day when, when things were okay going on, Still alive, uh, or not alive? When they're still together. God damn, Freudian slip there. Anyways, uh, <laughs> um, that got dark quickly. <laughs> that got dark quickly, <laughs> real quick. Um, uh, my mom has always been like the neighborhood, like ma. You oh know? yeah, yeah. You can tell that. Yeah, that's, and, that's and her like, demeanor. Yep. And, and like uh, all my friends that that you know roll over at the house, my mom is like, "Hello, oh, Johnny, honey." Uh, okay, baby. How are you? <laughs> you know, like, like that's that's she. 
right. treats treats all my friends very hospitably, and like all my friends love my mother. So uh, yeah, man, uh, she is also my rock on this planet, dude. When she leaves, I I will be a very heartbroken person. Oh, I don't think any of us are prepared for anything like that. You never can yeah. be. You know, yeah. you never can be. It's a it's a rite of passage, though. Yeah, definitely, and you know. My mom taught me well, you know. She's a fucking hip, hip lady, dude. She's pretty cool. She's like, my mom was a hip, hip fucking chick, dude. And uh, I, I owe a lot to myself because of her. You know what I mean? There's a, like, because of how she raised me, there's a lot of reason why how I, I am, how I hold myself up as today. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, uh, I'm very open to my house. I'm very... You know, take I take my, my clothes off my back for myself to help someone else. My mom's the same way. That's that's also a double edged sword. My mom and I have both have big hearts and we get burned pretty quick too, right? So but that's thus in life. You know, you just don't yes. get fooled again. <laughs> right. <laughs> Fool me once, shame on you. <laughs> Fool me twice. You just don't do it don't again. Don't do it again. <laughs> Like a dream, just get out of here. Right? Okay. So thanks to all our sponsors. We want to thank Coffee Shades, brought to you by Elon Musk. We want to thank you to Box Rocks, uh, the fine folks at the Jack On Corporation, and of course, Monthly Rental Records. And uh, just want everybody to be on the lookout for the new release from Storage Unit. Uh, also, Portuguese Keyboard will be ap appearing with Storage Unit. Uh, be looking for those dates. They'll be coming to your house very soon. And also, uh, look out for Hello Imposter. They will be releasing an uh, uh, EP and a single soon. Just teasing it right now. Um, again, Portuguese Keyboard will be doing some features on that album as well. And I want everybody to check that out those guys really get around they do they get around and you know this because they are gracing us with their presence it will help us out i'm telling you, you know? they're, they're the hardest working band in the biz right now they are <laughs> and it's fucking COVID. god damn it these guys i hate them yeah, I hate them. yeah. Um, however uh i think we're gonna be done here uh we're gonna go eat some egg rolls and Everyone for listening tonight, and uh, please like, subscribe, and uh, hit a like. Buddy, 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 buddy